Hey, Joe. Hi, Kelly. How are you? Fantastic. Good. How are you? Excellent. <laughs> excited for this show. Very excited. Welcome back, everyone, to the greatest Rotary podcast, Searching for Service. We have yet again another amazing guest, and we're excited to dive into everything about Kyle Haugen. Got it. Welcome, Kyle. Welcome. Hi, Kyle. We're happy to have you. I'm happy to be I'm very excited because, you know, our our call on Wednesday, there's so much information to go over. And even the the brief amount that we talked to, he's like... How much time do you get? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I may well, have, have, four, I, I, I may have offered Kelly to be the, uh, you know, the pregnancy replacement. Here. <laughs> yeah. not, not for the pregnancy, but you know, when she's mm-hmm. out with. I'm sure she'd take child. the pregnancy. Uh, I don't want to do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> but needless to say, we've got we have a lot of interesting stuff to cover. Sure. But as you know, we always like to start off with getting to know our guests, and so let's start off with who's Kyle Haugen? Uh, what are where are you from? What's your life about? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a very good question. Um, I originally from Prior Lake, uh, Minnesota. If those that aren't in the Twin Cities know that that's mm-hmm. a suburb of uh, about 20 minutes from where we're recording this. Um, grew up there, went off to college, majored in political science, wanted to be an attorney and a politician because I wanted to change the world. Um, <laughs> instead, decided that I didn't want to go to school anymore halfway through uh, college. So law school went out the window. Okay. And went back and uh, joined my father in business in the insurance and financial services industry. Okay. And uh, and so have been doing that since 2000. And in the – oh, what was it? 2003, um, joined our Rotary Club in Prior Lake. My dad was a longtime Rotarian, so I always knew kind of what it was about. Mm-hmm. But uh, was working on a city council campaign and a couple of the other guys said, hey, you should uh, – come to our meeting. And so I said, okay. And um, I showed up on Wednesday morning without telling my father that I was going to be there. And I got a, what the bleep are you doing here? <laughs> uh, which I still affectionately love telling that story. But um, so, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, um, there started the Rotary Journey. It'll be 20 years this this fall. Wow. Congratulations. <clears throat> Thanks. And, uh, and then have had a plethora of roles throughout Rotary over the years, but uh, I, I, going back to that, um, you know, wanting to change the world part, you know, I got more disenfranchised with party politics around 2008, 2009 when I happened to go to president-elect training the first time and I came sure. back and told my, uh, uh, my ex-girlfriend, I said, I think I just found something that allows me to affect change on the world and I don't have to deal with all the political <clears throat> you know, yeah, stuff. Stuff yeah. is a good way of saying it. Yeah, that's so the, that's the politically correct way to yes, say it. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, I I, I don't want to swear today. So. Thank you. <laughs> You're yeah. welcome. I figured pa- you guys. Patrick like wants that. to keep his finger <laughs> off the bleep. Yeah, let's, let's not have the explicit rating. Uh, uh, I, I'm the first Rotary podcast ever that had the e next to it in a podcast. But yeah, so Venture since then dare. it's just been. One adventure after another and to the point where I can't think of my life without Rotary in it and it's helped me grow and how we all that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you think of the favorite service project that you've done? I mean, this this uh this show is really geared around helping people find service, whether you're a Rotarian or not. And um, you know, 
It always is a great question for our guests to answer is like, what's your favorite service project? And it could have been with Rotary. It could have been outside of Rotary. But, um, you know, I think um, the the couple that come to mind as the most impactful, at least for me, uh, was certain – one was certainly when um, – in January of 2019 when my wife and I went to India for a polio immunization day and mm-hmm. being actually there – able to give immunizations to kids, you know, and and at the time, I mean, I had a one-year-old and a three-year-old. So it's, we take advantage or take for granted all those things that, that comes along with modern medicine, but yet here they're letting me put drops in a baby's mouth. I mean, that was, that was pretty significant. And, um, and on that trip as well, just being able to see a lot of the different projects that the Rotary Clubs in India had, uh, put in place that really affected people's lives. I mean, that was significant. And then later that year, ended up in Africa and Uganda at Nakavali Refugee Settlement, which I think we'll talk about with, yeah, with the water projects will. that our our <clears throat> club has been uh, helping to sponsor. But but the ongoing relationship that's that's come out of that trip and 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 you know having refugees in the middle of Central Africa that I call friends and and that. Uh, um, just knowing that I'm helping them as much as possible. Those are two off the top of my head that I think are are <laughs> decent. Well, um, and I love it too because the Prior Lake Club does one of the best fundraisers, yeah. I think, in Rotary, period. If you want to talk briefly about the music festival. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, our, our Prior Lake Rotary is Lakefront Music Fest. And uh, it's it's been a, a great not only fundraising event where, um, you know, raise uh, well into six, if not seven figures uh, annually. But it's it, it's also a community event mm-hmm. that that the entire community, I mean, it's really the South Metro Twin Cities area comes together, um, you know, 17,000, 18,000 people in, in the park each night to have a great time together. And and to be able to see since the beginning of that um, <clears throat> what that's meant for our club in terms of the growth of the club, both membership-wise, giving to the Rotary <clears> – excuse me uh, – giving to the Rotary Foundation-wise, it's, it's made our members better Rotarians as well. Yeah. And obviously the more that we've done from a service perspective perspective there. I've seen a lot of clubs that, you know, they're fundraising clubs and that's all they focus on is the fundraiser and they forget about why they're doing that that fundraising. So that's yeah, a that's great probably, differentiation. It's yeah. probably I I've I've spoken to a number of clubs and districts around the United States about fundraising. So um it's it's that's that's the key differentiator. I think that it's something to be proud of that you can do more with. Well, and I think the I think the thing that makes it the most successful is like our club goes and volunteers, mm-hmm. um, other clubs goes and volunteers. You know, manpower to to help. Um, you know, with whatever yeah. various things. So you incorporate other clubs, and then you also give mm-hmm. them funds, right? Based on how much you contributed, which yeah. was really great. Like so, then that's a. It's kind of a double double dip in the sense that it's helping you guys uh, raise funds, but then you know each club that participates also is raising funds. So it's it's a huge, really great thing. Last year we were supposed to do it, we got COVID. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> excuses, excuses. And, and uh, yeah. I, fi- I figured that would probably stay be away a from the masses. A fair right? excuse if we can if we can not have any COVID or appendicitis or you know anything like that. Um, but you're right, and, and one of the I mean we had 29 
volunteer groups that, you know, in some capacity uh, donated hours to serve as volunteers to the event. And so we, yeah, depending on what your job is at the festival and how much or what time frame it is too, we're going to make a donation back to that organization. And that doesn't even count as part of the overall yeah. profit of the event. But, you know, we have a, a meeting every September typically where we'll invite in all those those other organizations and recognize them with their contribution. But more importantly, ask them, what are you doing with these funds? And mm-hmm. and the stories that we hear out of that is is so cool. Um, mm-hmm. Just because the the very nature of what they're doing and and you know and with the other Rotary Club involvements, I mean, there's ten different Rotary Clubs that are involved. It's this isn't their only fundraiser. I mean, the Adina Adina Morningside Rotary Clubs are not weak clubs by any means. Yeah. They're strong clubs in their own right, but they're looking at this as a fun way to have their members come together to yeah. just have fun and, oh, yeah. by the way, you're getting a little bit of money for it that you can put towards something else. And so that that's even – I'm not even sure how many wins that is. I think it's even more than a double win. But Well, uh, and it's, I'd, it's I'd even say is something that even targets the, the audience of this show is what a great opportunity – to be exposed to Rotary, yeah. Like so, if you uh-huh. wanted, if you wanted to try something, if you wanted to get involved in a project that is a little bit self-serving, right? Sure. You get to listen to some great music, yeah. enjoy, enjoy, maybe, maybe drink a beer yeah. too, yeah. enjoy yeah. some libations, <laughs> you know. And, uh, you got to make up for last year. But if, but if you're ever curious, if you want a single moment to, you know, maybe encounter Rotary, that that might be a really great. Opportunity and sure. yeah, I know it's a moving target. I don't know when yeah. this year's uh, uh, July fourteenth, fifteenth, July fourteenth, fifteenth. Yeah, great. We have uh, Leonard Skinner and um, and Ario Speedwagon for Rock Night and and okay. uh, Tyler Hubbard and Darius Rucker for Country Night. So it'll okay. be okay. Yeah, that'll that'll yeah. be fine. And and, yeah. and going to that, you know, too. You have the um, when I speak mm-hmm. on fundraising. I mean, do something that engages the community and engages your membership. Well, yeah. that's the type of thing that we've had people come to our club and say, we've volunteered for years. Now it's time for us to do something in the community. You're the club we want to be a part of. I love it. Oh. Well, we're we're going to wrap out of this section and roll into the next one here in just a moment. And so thank you. We're excited for for this next section to dive into some of your roles sure. too. So. Always nice to learn a little bit about you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for tuning in to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. We'll see you in the next segment. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary Club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary Rotary.org. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to npolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. 
two drops, and it stops. Don't miss Leonard Skinner, Darius Rucker, Ario Speedwagon, and Tyler Hubbard at Lakefront Music Fest, July 14th and 15th at Lakefront Park in Prior Lake. Leonard Skinner headlines July 14th with Ario Speedwagon and Blackstone Cherry. Darius Rucker headlines July 15th with Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line and Joe Nichols. Tickets available at lakefrontmusicfest.com. That's lakefrontmusicfest.com. Produced by Prior Lake Rotary. Riverbend Nature Center is a free, nonprofit natural habitat in Faribault, Minnesota. With 743 acres, the straight river, and 10 miles of trails. Despite no public funding, it offers educational programs to almost 10,000 youth and families annually. Riverbend seeks your feedback on its new strategic plan at rbnc.org backslash strategic dash planning by March 30th. Thank you for your time. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. And with us, we have Kyle Haugen, who is going to share with us some of the roles, that major roles that he plays. And so first one is Region 36 Rotary Public Image Coordinator. Yes. You are an insurance agent. You also had not one, but... Multiple water projects. <laughs> it's, it's all kind of the same one. It's just a matter of we we separated it for sake of ease and yeah. it didn't make it any easier. Well, and something to just share real quick with our listeners is that each, each month Rotary has a theme. Mm-hmm. And this month, for the month of March, their theme is water and sanitation. And so um, that was initially part right. of the reason <laughs> that we were going to have you on for the show. Um, but found out that there's so much more. There's a few other things we can so, talk about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's let's talk about Region 36 Rotary Public Image Coordinator. What exactly does that mean? Sure. Well, it, it, so the Rotary is structured kind of from the the bottom up, uh, where the clubs mm-hmm. are the most important thing in Rotary, and there's somewhere uh, you know forty ish thousand Rotary clubs around the world, and they're divided into districts. Which you know yep. we're in the Twin Cities here. We're District fifty nine fifty and fifty nine sixty. Above that are these zone levels of, of things, and so and then for whatever reason, administratively uh, they call them regions as well. I still haven't totally figured out why, <laughs> but but essentially, hey, we have no idea. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I'm still trying to figure it out, uh, but. Uh, so our our zones have 23 districts that range from four or five clubs up in uh, Ontario down to the Texas-Mexico border. And, um, and we have a director to the International Board of Directors, but then there's also different coordinators for public image, membership, Rotary Foundation, mm-hmm. and ending polio. Mm-hmm. So I'm our regional coordinator for public image, which basically means I get to support and promote and encourage um, districts and clubs throughout those 23 districts um, how to think most about public image and rotary. And it's it's not just, you know, marketing. It's not public relations. It's not advertising. It's not social media. It's it's all those things. And it's really how – what's the image that we have in our communities from people looking at us along with how do our members – view ourselves is yeah. that perception what's the perception that people have of us what do we have of ourselves and what do we want to have 
this, I mean, it ties in perfectly to like the whole purpose and foundation of searching for service, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so it's it's kind of fascinating. I mean, ironically, <laughs> you're on you're on the show for like the purpose of talking about water and sanitation right. and water projects, but you also have this incredible role too. That I mean, it, we've got dual purpose here. Sure. Now. Well, and 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 I I always tell people, you know, Rotary. It's it's the best and worst thing about Rotary at the same time is that there's something for everybody in Rotary, whether it be one of the seven areas of focus, you know, water and mm-hmm. sanitation being one of them, or the other six, or something else, or whatever you want to do. There's a way you can be involved, which yeah. also makes it nearly impossible to succinctly explain right. what we are as Rotarians, and so and and it's and it's. Uh, it's so difficult, and and I think so many people go back to the, and, I, and it's easy for a lot of Rotarians too to talk about the what and the how rather than the why, mm-hmm. and the why is the important part that's going to actually create an emotional engagement in somebody that makes them want to be a part of us, either through time, energy, talents, money, things like that. Yeah. Well, and a lot of people start their elevator speech with, you know, Rotary. <laughs> or when somebody goes, what's Rotary? Well, we are 1.4 million people and they've already stopped paying attention to right. you. Oh, you oh, know? yeah. Um, but it's, you know, uh, Rotary is a great organization to change our communities in the world. Because that's what we're doing. I exactly. Know, and that's, for sure. You know, really somebody funny says, when, well, how do you do that? Yeah. And you can elaborate. <laughs> when I talk to, to potential members and, mm-hmm. and new people, the first thing I say to them, Rotary changed my life. Sure. Because mm-hmm. it's true. Like, I mean, this isn't a pitch thing. It's like Rotary changed my life and it's because I was looking for stability. I was looking for all of these things, right? Like I was looking for leadership, mentorship. I was looking for service, all of these things. And I'm like, if you want your life changed, join Rotary and figure out how – like it will present itself oh, to absolutely. you because there's everything. Yeah. And, and I feel like that that's a really great resident point. We're, instead of coming from the other direction, sure. like, hey, we've got a trillion members and Nobody we raise cares. all this money yeah. and ooh, awesome. Nobody cares. Exactly. Yeah. It, I had a uh, – I was, I was doing a <clears> – leading <throat> a webinar a year and a half ago and, uh, um, and one of the examples we wanted to bring into the webinar was something where the Rotary Foundation and membership and public image kind of all aligned together and a uh, guy was telling a story which – he went for 20 minutes, was supposed to go for five minutes, but he talked about how they did this project and what they did and what the lead up and the preparation and all this stuff was. Never got to why he was doing the project, which – and I knew the reason why, Yeah, which was a hugely emotional thing mm-hmm. that would have captivated everybody. Rather, they didn't <laughs> get talking about the how. And nobody cared yeah. about that. And, and that's – I mean that is – you're right. I, I've, I've – mentioned a lot you know in rotary you know it's a it's a great way to meet people you wouldn't meet otherwise mm-hmm. uh to learn skills and develop professionally and personally um that's fun and oh yeah by the way we're helping change the world too yep. yeah you know so it's there's that ulterior motive of goodness too how, how long have you been in that specific role um this is, so it's a three-year term 
Okay. So technically, I think I started July 1st of 2021. Okay. And I'd been an assistant before that. And frankly, in the lead up, I was already acting as it. I should have known that yeah, it's that, a term. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes, <laughs> Everything's yes, a term. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, there are days that I can't even remember when it actually ends because it's only <laughs> been a year and a half, but it feels yeah. like it's been about four years. Wow. So, but, but it's been, it's been really cool and met a lot of people and tried to help people understand why the perception of us is important. Well, yeah, that, really? I think that's a perfect lead into my question. I'm going to put you on the spot. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be doing my job Bring if it. I didn't. <laughs> is you know what does Rotary need to hear in terms of this is what's happening. These are our like you know the the people that are on the show and first of all, this show is a perfect reflection of how we've pivoted. Mm-hmm. into finding our new members because our new members aren't looking for the same things as our long-term existing, existing members. Yeah. Sure. So what would you say is the number one thing that all Rotarians need to understand to grow clubs, to grow the membership, to grow the family? So w- what is your feeling on the number one thing that really sticks out to you? Fun. Fun. Ooh. We don't do things that we don't enjoy doing. <laughs> yeah. You know, there has to be that fun. And if we're not having fun with something, we're not going to go. That's why people sometimes don't go to a rotary meeting because they don't think it's fun. If they're not engaged in whatever it is, they're not going to do it. And, and, And it starts with fun. And it doesn't mean like... There's no structure. It's goofy right, or whatever. Right. It yeah. means ha- have fun in what you're doing. Uh, one of our members summed it up really well a number of years ago to the point it's our it's part of our club's motto now. But we uh, we were talking to him about doing something. Bill Schultz is his name. Um, and, and he said, I see Rotary as serious fun. And he says, but it's not just – that doesn't just mean a lot of fun because we're doing serious stuff. Yeah. We're having fun doing it. But the results of what we're doing and the interactions with other people, we're having fun while we're doing it, Mm -hmm. which makes it even more fun than it would be because of that benefit. And so now our motto is probably like Rotary, doing good, serious fun. And 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 I see as I go around and either talk to people or see clubs, the clubs that are thriving, it's because their members are getting enjoyment and value out of it. I was just going to say fulfillment is mm-hmm. like kind of the yep. main foundation with all of that. So, Well, yeah. I remember when we started this show, I'm like, it's got to be fun. It's yeah. got to be fun because I'm not going to want to show up if it's not fun. And well, we're just presenting information. I mean, our, look, our, yeah, our, I mean our, this yeah. is what we deviated right. away from, right? And like I've told both of you, you know, I've listened to most of your episodes and it's better than a lot of other uh, Rotary podcasts. Not only because you know actually what you're talking about, and or, <laughs> or it's vague enough where you just kind of go. We ask the right questions. We ask the right but, questions, but you're having fun with it too, and, yeah. it, and it's obvious that you guys enjoy doing it, mm-hmm. and that the guests are enjoying it, which makes it more enjoyable to listen to as well. Mm-hmm. And and those are Good all those feedback. key things. Thank you. Well, yeah, and I think I think we might have stumbled onto something too that's that's an extension of fun in Rotary is there's got to be curiosity because we're curious. Like that's the one thing that, that we are is we're curious and we have fun being curious. So, you know, in Rotary, it can be easy to get kind of stuck into the same mechanism and the same, the same thing over and over again, but to be continuously curious about new things, new people, new organizations, new ways Mm -hmm. to serve. And I, and I would add to that, not only being curious, but trying to 
grow? Yes. How can we do it better? Yeah. You know? Love it. Yeah. We could have spent an entire Speaking podcast. Speaking of curious, we'll get we'll, curious we'll yeah, in the next section. Yeah. So uh, you're listening to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. What be a pirate's favorite fast food restaurant? Well, Arby's. What? One would think so. It's actually Long John Silver's. Well, it could be both. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Riverbend Nature Center is a free nonprofit natural habitat in Faribault, Minnesota, with 743 acres, the straight river, and 10 miles of trails. Despite no public funding, it offers educational programs to almost 10,000 youth and families annually. Riverbend seeks your feedback on its new strategic plan at rbnc.org backslash strategic dash planning by March 30th. Thank you for your time. Don't miss Leonard Skinner, Darius Rucker, Ario Speedwagon, and Tyler Hubbard at Lakefront Music Fest, July 14th and 15th at Lakefront Park in Prior Lake. Leonard Skinner headlines July 14th with Ario Speedwagon and Blackstone Cherry. Darius Rucker headlines July 15th with Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line and Joe Nichols. Tickets available at lakefrontmusicfest.com. That's lakefrontmusicfest.com. Produced by Prior Lake Rotary. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to endpolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary Club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary Rotary.org. Welcome back to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. As a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms and... We love those five gold stars. Five star reviews, please. Yeah. Hey, you've Except listened. Except for this week. I, I was, Except for this week. Yeah. Well, I was going to yeah. say, I'm like, are, are you leaving five-star reviews? I, you on know that? what? I, 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 my podcast, At least do it on this episode, my, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, maybe I'll maybe I I'll think it's in general one. for the show. Not you had the greatest guest shows. ever. Yeah. Guy, mediocre comment. at best. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else, great. We So we ended that last section talking about how it's important to be curious, right? And so mm-hmm. let's talk about curiosity with... Um, heading these water projects sure. that you have. I want to continue to talk about your public image coordinator position. Yeah, I'm, really I'm 20 do. minutes away. We'll come back sometime and, you know, <laughs> deal with that stuff too. But perfect. District Governor Dale will be upset if we don't talk about what I was I actually asked to talk about. So, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> water, um, we're doing projects. Talk about water. Yeah. Yes. You sh- you water, did sh- good. You, sh- you sh- had the share with like how that came to fruition. In your life, right? Mm-hmm. But um, what are you continuing to do with it? Or maybe we give a little recap first. Yeah. And then- well, and, and, and I think water is so important just anywhere in the world. I mean there's about eight seconds um, every day a child 
dies of bad water. Yeah. You know, I mean, you you drink you drink dirty water, you end up getting sick, diarrhea. Mm-hmm. You get dehydrated. Well, how do you get rehydrated? You water. drink the dirty water again, which, you know, most likely some of the diarrhea is actually in type thing. Not a good cycle. Yeah. Um, it, it, and I think one of the one of the places that this – I mean you see it anywhere in the developing world and frankly in some parts of the United States too. But uh, um, when we were in India um, and we were in Agra – for the polio immunization, the club that sponsored that took us around to a number of different uh, places as well. And, and maybe this isn't as much water, but it's water sanitation hygiene. You know, all comes yeah. together as kind of that wash and rotary. And uh, and they um, they took us to a school that the club had adopted like a year and a half beforehand. And and they had one of the first things they had done is built a bathroom building that had running water out mm-hmm. of it too. And I have a really cool picture of some of the girls like, you know, turning the water on and big smiles and stuff. But, you know, in the developing world, girls stop going to school when they start menstruating because there's not clean and safe facilities. Yeah. And so you get that everything that comes with that just as a whole because now they're not being educated. They can't better help their families, mm-hmm. uh, can't better help the communities and everything. This school, before the bathroom facility had been put in, there was 40 girls at that school. A year and a half later when we were there, there were over 400 girls in that school. I mean that's the power of providing those <clears throat> those safe facilities. And it goes along with – I mean there was a water element of it too. Um, this particular project came out of uh, – some involvement I had, um, some friends of mine here in the Twin Cities uh, that had helped to start the first Rotaract Club in a refugee settlement or camp in the world mm. in Nakavali Refugee ca- uh, Settlement, which is one of the older um, refu- official refugee settlements in the world. It was founded in the uh, late 1950s. Wow. Um, they uh, – um, in, ju- in June – yeah, June of 2019, I had gone to Nakavali just to – meet people there to see what opportunities there were for partnership, things like that. And coming out of that, uh, I had met um, a young man, Julius. Um, I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name because it's <laughs> it's long. But Julius, uh, he he runs a, a school in Nakavali, Best Future, Best Future School, um, that he's trying to help people. And I mean, he is a refugee. I mean, that was one of the heartbreaking things there, hearing the stories of, you know, these guys that I now consider my friends that, I mean, their stories had fairly common denominators and it was, I was going to be killed if I didn't leave my home. Um, you know, that's the choice. And, and, and it's, uh, these aren't bad people. It's just bad situation yeah. that they, they got put into. Um, Julius started tagging me on Facebook a lot and, you know, promoting what they were doing. And another member of our club, uh, Rick Olson, got curious about what Julius was doing. So he went to Nakavali as well and struck up more of a, a relationship with Julius and figuring out ways to better support the school and as a part the surrounding community. And uh, so <clears throat> we started talking about these water projects. And so we have two two grants going on. Uh, the first one is a little bit smaller of a project, but it's basically building latrines, uh, water cl- collection systems, and hand-washing stations in I- I- at Best Future School. So there are okay. better <clears throat> toilet facilities, um, 
there's enhanced levels of, hey, here's why it's important to wash your hands and, you know, water collection system from the roof so they can do that. The second part of the project is going to not only tap into some of the main piping that is going on um, throughout the camp and run water to Best Future School, uh, it will also have a water filtration component to it. So it's going to be safe water. Yeah. And... Uh, there will be a uh, – we're going to install a big cistern, like a hundred uh, – I don't remember how – 100,000 liter cistern? That seems big. Maybe that – don't remember exactly how big it is, but basically to hold more water as well. So they're going to be able to have more water and cleaner water. So yeah. the interesting thing about this project is because the settlement's so old mm-hmm. that there's a bit more infrastructure, it sounds like, where mm-hmm. where. Where you're kind of tying into more existing infrastructure, enhancing it. Kind of. I mean, it's not very good infrastructure. And I mean, United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees is what oversees all of the all of the different uh, um, refugee settlements in the world, and they contract with other organizations to provide water, security, food. education in in different camps. But the so, scope of the project is different than, say, like rural Africa where you're putting in a well and somewhat. hoping yeah, it yeah, stays yeah, in it, operation. Yeah. I mean, it, it's somewhat This is a there. little bit more systematic. It, it is and it isn't just because you have a more transient population and okay. nobody really cares about the refugees, unfortunately. Oh. And, and so, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's part of that issue as well <clears throat> that, you know, um, they don't have anybody to speak up for themselves. So uh, while there is piped water, um, it doesn't get everywhere, especially as the camp grows. So there needs to be increased amount of water, and and it certainly needs to be clean. I mean, yeah. a lot of the same issues you have there in terms of people walking mile upon mile to get to a water spot, you're going to have outside of the camp as well. It's just fascinating. a lot of scarcity. It, it really is. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, it really sounds like there's a lot of um, challenges with the transient nature of the settlement. Uh, to a, to a degree, yeah. I mean, and, and and I mean, and when I say transient, I mean it's people coming and going, mostly coming. I mean, because right. uh, the other governments of the world aren't letting in a whole lot of refugees hmm. every year, so um, you know the amount of displaced people is is growing rapidly. Um, I mean, there's uh, estimates now, I think, with after the Ukraine war and all of the people that had sure. to flee there, um, the amount of displaced people around the world is over 100 million. Wow. And so those are people that are fleeing violence, persecution, uh, environmental you know, resource loss. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be a huge problem going forward because the world ain't getting more peaceful and it's not getting more environmentally friendly in some of those areas. Yeah. So there's a downer. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, man. So you got that going for you, uh-huh, uh-huh. which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's interesting. So what's the what's the goal for this project? I, mean, I think there's yeah. some pretty really great things about it. What's mm-hmm. the goal you know, we're kind of doom and gloom on the front end of this, right. but, but realistically, we are helping people. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I mean, people people will live because of this project, plain and simple. Yeah. People will have better lives because of this project. They'll be able to have better access to water, which means they don't have to walk miles upon miles, which means they have more time in their day to go to school, to work, 
to build a family to not get raped because typically it's the it's the daughters that are mm-hmm. walking miles every day to get yeah. water. So it's not just safe water. It's a better community as a whole there. And, and it also is going to be a, a way to um, – there's some other parts of the projects in terms of some, some uh, improvements at Best Future School that will help raise the level of education and what they can do for the community as well. So they're going to be able to provide for more people too. And it's not just like primary school, but it's yeah. vocational learning and everything. It's really a learning and the, center. And the equity of learning between men and women. I mean, mm-hmm. just it's from that that sanitation, like being able to have oh, clean absolutely. water and stuff. And it completely changed the dynamic of how you can educate. Absolutely. Unbelievable how absolutely. it's all tied together. And that, and that equity piece of things um, – throughout the world there's a lot of different ways that can be addressed and rotary provides those solutions that's awesome we're going to piggyback off of this and talk more about that into the next section thank you so much for tuning into searching for service we'll be back here in a moment i'm kelly kirk and i'm joseph kirk excited to see you Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary Club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary.org. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to endpolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops, and it stops. Don't miss Leonard Skinner, Darius Rucker, Ario Speedwagon, and Tyler Hubbard at Lakefront Music Fest, July 14th and 15th at Lakefront Park in Prior Lake. Leonard Skinner headlines July 14th with Ario Speedwagon and Blackstone Cherry. Darius Rucker headlines July 15th with Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line and Joe Nichols. Tickets available at lakefrontmusicfest.com. That's lakefrontmusicfest.com. Produced by Prior Lake Rotary. Riverbend Nature Center is a free, nonprofit natural habitat in Faribault, Minnesota. With 743 acres, the straight river, and 10 miles of trails. Despite no public funding, it offers educational programs to almost 10,000 youth and families annually. Riverbend seeks your feedback on its new strategic plan at rbnc.org backslash strategic dash planning by March 30th. Thank you for your time. Welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. What you got? Anything? I mean, my, fo- my <laughs> foot's asleep. If that doesn't <laughs> yeah. 
I was just thinking about how much I could get for a child. <laughs> I might be raffling one off here soon. <laughs> think that'll think, hey, do you think that that will raise some money for Rotary? Probably. Uh, you know, we can hear him in the background. I'm not sure how much it's going to get. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what, though? The other side of him is great. Yes. Yeah, they're for all, wonderful. For all yes. those that are listening and wondering what the heck we're talking about is, you know, we've got a no school day. Kids are with us in the recording studio. It's amazing. Um, you know, most of the time that they keep to themselves. But uh, today is just a different just, day. Just There's a, something just a in different the air. Day and we're adapting and overcoming. They're excited <laughs> to hear about refugees in Africa. They are. You Full know, moon. that's what it is. They love yes. the show. They, you know what? They just filled out their five star review on uh, perfect on, on perfect. their favorite right. podcast. Perfect. Great. <laughs> yeah. Love it. That's good. <laughs> we we're going to talk about goals. More goals. <laughs> Right. Sure. We really love to end vision. Yeah. We vision. really love to end the show with talking about aspirations, goals, and the vision that you see. And now we got twofold, right? Like, what's your vision as like your um, public Rory image, public image coordinator, but then also the projects um, overseas too. Sure. Let's start with the the projects, yeah. like the water projects and things like that, and we'll, yeah. we can end in the public image, just well, in case we run a little bit long. Well, for for those of uh, those that know about those projects at all, my my main goal after two and a half years of working on them is getting them done yeah. at this point because mm-hmm. they've taken a long time um, because of a number of reasons. But, you know, I it's that Joey brought up the curiosity thing earlier and we kind of talked about how you can always build and mm-hmm. what's next, what's next. It's already what's next there. I mean, how can we how can we provide better lives for the people there? So mm-hmm. it's not um, I mean, ideally, I would love to say we can create a space that um, those refugees can you know, right now they have to call Nakavali home because mm-hmm. they can't go back to their home um, and they're not really allowed to go be a citizen somewhere else. Yes, in Uganda, and Uganda is very <clears throat> friendly to refugees, so they can come and go. It's They're not stuck in a camp. That's why they call it a settlement there. But um, I would love to somehow figure out a way that rather than them having to call Nakavali home, that they choose to call Nakavali home hmm. because of having enough – Infrastructure, resources, support, um, essentially peace. Um, I, I like to use, you know, when we talk about everything in Rotary, it all leads towards peace, and people go, well, but peace is the absence of war and violence, mm-hmm. which that's one definition, but positive peace is the fulfillment of all needs to create a fair and just society. Mm-hmm. I would love to create that in Nakavali where, where people aren't aren't necessarily going there just to flee something. But then they can start to build their lives um, so that they can do more. I mean it's not – like like I said, it's not a matter of um, they chose this. I mean they, they had the ultimate choice to make. Yeah. Stay in your home and these are educated people. They're smart. They just – they won the birth lottery or they, they lost the birth lottery and got mm-hmm. born into a place where they had to choose, do I stay and probably die or do I leave everything behind? And that's – I mean it's it's not and just in Africa. Now. It's in yeah. you know uh, parts of Asia. It's in Ukraine. It's, it's 
it's in Central and South America. Mm -hmm. This is a we fear for our lives. We got to go. And uh, and um, and makes you grateful for what you got every I was just day. Doesn't say, I mean, it's it's true perspective. <laughs> it, it, it really is. is. And that's my first uh, my first international trip was actually to Haiti in 2010 after the earthquake, and oh. and since then, you know, when stuff isn't going quite right, I sit back and if it's my dad at work or my wife at home or mm-hmm. haven't really gotten the kids into this yet since they're only five and seven, but. I'll just look at somebody and go, well, could be worse. Could I could live in worse. Haiti. Totally. You know? And uh, um, so, yeah, it, it is grateful, but I feel it's incumbent upon us then to take what we've been able to get just because we got lucky in that birth lottery and mm-hmm. help people that didn't get so lucky. And so that's, you know, trying to <clears throat> make places like Nakavali and other refugee camp settlements throughout the world. Um, better places because these are people that have had a lot of trauma, and yeah. let's give them let's give them the life they deserve. So, so that's that part of things. That's a that's a good way to button that up, though. I it mean, is. sure, yeah, I'm actually kind of impressed with myself thinking about that one. <laughs> <on the> <laughs> that's don't, great. Don't, don't hurt your back. I think I, I think I got some more work yeah. to do to get there, but uh, <laughs> but no, I, we are going yeah. back. Uh, a couple other Rotarians and I are going back to Naka Valley this June for World Refugee Day, and and that'll be uh, uh, I'm very much looking forward to seeing the progress of these projects along with mm-hmm. some other things and identifying what else we can do. So I love you, it. you do a, a you know obviously a, a, quite a bit of traveling and travel for the the water projects, but yeah. there's travel that you've obviously <clears throat> been doing for your public image role mm-hmm. as well. And so let's talk about some of the aspirations and vision that you see for. For that specific role and for Rotary, Rotary, yeah, and changing its its, image problem. Well, and and I think it it, and one of the key things that I I think needs to happen is we hear from we hear from Rotary a lot. Uh, Well, I'm going to step back. not it, too far. You yeah. got four minutes. Yeah. Four minutes. Cool. I can get this done. I can get this done. I spoke about this in like 17 different this. groups in, in the last couple of weeks. But, you know, our product as an organization is the lives we change, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it, like anything, in order to maximize the amount of lives we can change, it's the more people involved and the more money we have. That's why we hear from Rotary all the time how important having more members is because then we have more people to do things. Mm-hmm. And – Rotary Foundation, that's more money. The more money we have, the more we can put towards projects. Well, the glue that actually gets people to want to give of their time, energy, money is that energetic feeling of either feeling a part of something or wanting to belong to something. And that comes back to the perception of the organization. That's where public image has to come into play. And so in my role, I keep trying to elevate the importance of public image in the minds of people because we don't think about it. It's an afterthought. We think it's just, well, you know, our public image will enhance it if we just get the youngest person in the club to post a couple more more times on Facebook. (laughs) I mean, that's that's a little bit, but that's not the whole thing. I mean, how do we make our own members feel engaged? Mm -hmm. How do we make the public want to feel engaged? And that's a big... That's a big uh, boulder to push up the hill, and I'm going to keep trying to do it because... Joe, like you said, Rotary's changed your life. Certainly, I don't know where I'd be without Rotary. Every now and again, mm-hmm. when I get disenfranchised and go, maybe I just take a step back and I just go, 
But what would I do with my time and how would I fill the fulfillment right. that and I have? And you end up taking three steps forward? <laughs> and then I do a little yeah. bit more, yeah. But, but yeah. It's, it's one of those things that how can we really um, energize our club members to realize that they're part of something significant as, in this organization, whether it being polio or water projects in Africa or a literacy project in, you know, here at Eden Prairie or whatever it is, how can we best – um, make a difference and get people proud of that so they want to stay and other people mm-hmm. want to join us. You know, and I, I, with the, the last little bit of our time, something that just kind of came to my mind that I would love your <laughs> your thoughts on is just like any other membership club, it's the 20% that drive the other 80%. Now, mm-hmm. we can disagree about this, but it's it's having that 20% of the membership driving in the same direction so that the 80% feel comfortable and feel included, mm-hmm. feel mm-hmm. feel like they're leading in the right direction. So it's it really seems <clears throat> like like yes, I'm with you that more is more, but I also think that the 20% that are sitting there that maybe were serving at a higher level at some point and aren't now and th- they have a we all have a responsibility if we all know that we're one of those people that are called sure. and compelled mm-hmm. to serve is to do that because then we lead another 10 people behind us that right. are looking to us to help. And that and that's the key because I, I don't think it need in, – in, in clubs that are complacent, it's the 80-20. Yep. Um, in good clubs, there are a lot more people that are engaged in some capacity and they don't all have yeah. to be at the – you know, the Haugen Kirk level yeah. of things. Um, we're going to trademark that. <laughs> Love it. But uh, maybe Gump in there too. <laughs> I feel uh, like we can't get it. Get away from it. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, um, uh, in, a, in a healthy club, it's going to be more than 20% of the people doing the work. Yeah. You know, our, our music fest, the vast majority of our club is involved in some capacity. And that's one of the cool things because then everybody can even have more pride in it. And, and I think that's what we need to strive for is finding that engagement for people so they want to be involved. I love it. That's so perfect. Great way man. to end. Thank you so much. You're welcome. For Thanks for having me. Yeah, this we was amazing. It. Always amazing. The show's amazing. The show's amazing. <laughs> At least three stars on this episode. <laughs> Five on the others. Thank you so much for tuning in to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. As a reminder, it's time to stop searching. And start serving. <laughs>